Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Dell Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. My friends, today I had a tremendous article set up for you to go over a lot about nothing. Yep, a lot about nothing. Uh, it has to do with interest rates and where the Fed thinks they're going. And I had this article from just the 29th of July, which is just a couple days ago, two days ago. And lo and behold, this whole presentation I had set up for you, out today comes the Fed's new rate cut of 25 basis points. Uh, what does that mean? The point I wanted to make to you is that, according to the article just two days ago, it means absolutely nothing. That the Fed is just running scared, and they're doing what they call insurance cuts in their base points. Also, they had stopped growing their quantitative easing, and they had reduced, started reducing their quantitative easing. Easing, And um, this article came out today, said they decided to stop reducing the quantitative easing, which means the bonds that they buy out of the marketplace to bolster the value of bonds. So, these two steps, in turn, are designed to help c- stimulate the economy, right? So this article from two days ago, which I thought was pretty interesting, um, and I'm not usually interested in any of this stuff, said that although the Fed has you know, been worried about excess debt, inflation, et cetera, et cetera, it's basically showing that there is no inflation. 2% inflation, which is under their their preview that they, they look for. Um, very little, there's excess, um, I'm sorry, I'm restating this, growth in consumer confidence and growth in consumer spending is up, right? Which is two things everybody likes. But consumer debt has not grown that much. In fact, business debt has not grown that much in comparison to what they thought it should with all of the quantitative easing, with all the lower interest rates, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So now what they're saying in this article two days ago is that the only two amounts of debt that have actually accumulated, are get this, are student debt. There's more student debt out there and more automobile debt. So, When you see that this stimulus to the economy was designed to take smart people and 
motivate them to go out and invest their money in businesses and real estate and so forth by giving them lower interest rates and so forth. What they're saying is with all this interest rate adjustment and so forth they've had in the past and all this, the only people that are really taking advantage of the lower interest rates have been people buying automobiles and people going and getting student loans. So what they're saying about this, it means that, okay, corporations who now can borrow at a lower rate don't really care because they've got all the money they need. And because of the taxes have been slashed drastically, they have lots of cash. So in some cases, they don't even need to borrow money for expansion. They've got it in the coffers. And real estate deals have gotten to the point where the interest rates have gotten so low that the cap rates got so high that there's a natural pause in the growth of transactions because you have to wait till the rents catch back up to the prices people are paying for some of this real estate. Now, rents are growing. That's not a problem. But it's gotten out in front of itself. So now what the Fed has done today is they've lowered the interest rates again. Another 25 basis points. They call them BIPs for short. And they're also saying they're thinking that later in the year, I think they said around October, they were going to do it again, right? October, yeah. They think again in October, they're going to lower it again. So the point behind all of that is, okay, what does this really have to do with us? And the point I'd like to make to you is basically nothing. When I started investing in real estate 30 years ago, interest rates were 11%. I bought houses at 11%. By the time I got to apartments, interest rates were down to 9%. Uh, when I got deep into it, 8%. Then we went through this period of interest rate reductions that went from 7 to 6 to 5 to 4 to 3. And the lowest interest rates ever locked in on any apartment complex was 385 during all of those 30 years, I've made money on real estate. During all those 30 years, the tax advantage has been such that if done correctly, I paid no taxes on that income. I retired at an era of very high interest rates by buying real estate. And I've bought real estate ever since and have gotten wealthier every year for 30 years. And so my, my sense is is that while everybody gets up every day and reads these kinds of articles and pays attention to them, and they think that the world is going to go up or the world is going to go down, that really none of that even matters. What really matters, if you ask yourself, is have you bought any income-producing asset yet? You know, we had a lady on uh, yesterday that uh, had an email that she was talking about how she got into a couple different investments that were very bad and she lost money in them, and I think one of them was she invested in pot, and the other one she invested in uh, a REIT of some kind. Uh, so the reality is you can make bad decisions in a market and lose money. You can make good decisions in any market and make money. The question is, do you have the right plan, and are you making the right decisions within that plan to get where you want to go? I think the basic problem 
at a more systemic level is the understanding and the brainwashing, if you will, of what retirement really is. Most people have been brainwashed to believe that you go to school so you can get good grades, so you can get into a good college, so that you can go to college and get good grades, so you can get a good job, so you can work in your cubicle for 30 or 40 years of your life until you're 65 years old, during which time you're going to save for money, you're going to go into debt and buy a house, you're going to buy some cars, you're going to put some kids through college, and through all of that, you're hopefully still going to be able to save enough money that someday you'll be able to live off that sum of money. But when you get to the end of this life of living and spending on all these priorities society has given you, I think a gentleman said it best the other day. I was listening to a motivational speech on the internet on um, you know, a podcast, webinar. Not, actually, it's YouTube. And the guy said, the government and our society wants you wrapped up in day-to-day BS. They want you wrapped up in worrying about how you're going to pay for your house mortgage payment, your automobile payments, your kids, putting your kids through college. They want you worried about all of that stuff to keep you in line so you won't step outside of the bracket of middle class and become rich like they are. Everything is designed to keep you poor. Now, as I sit and I I listen to the debates that are on TV now by the Democrats, they're even worse. They don't even want to keep you middle class. They want to keep you poor. They want to give you money to not work. That's what the one Chinese dude said. I want to give you money so you don't have to work. Let's give everybody money. That'll solve the problem. Let's give everybody. The other one is we'll give you Guaranteed housing, guaranteed employment, guaranteed health insurance, guaranteed everything for life. And you, as a normal human being, realize that's not possible. If you took all the money away from all the rich people in the world and put that plan in place and took their money to do it, the plan would run out of money in one or two years. So why don't they want you to understand how to become wealthy. Why do they brainwash you with all this subterfuge when really the truth of the matter is the rich are getting richer because it's planned that way and the poor are getting poorer because it's planned that way. And if you want, you have only one question you ask yourself, which side of that line do you want to stand on? And when you make that decision, your life is predictable. We'll be right back with the Dell Walmsley Radio Show. You're listening to the Dell Walmsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 28 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they have won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 12 of the last 12 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com to access our free live training event schedule. 
Dell says the things you just can't say to your friends, boss, kids, financial planner, spouse, even the cat. Need him to deliver the message for you? Don't worry. Dell's past show archives are just a mouse click away. So go to DellOnTheRadio.com and turn your speakers up for everyone to hear. Dell delivers his daily Dellisms and liberating unconventional wisdom 24 hours a day at DellOnTheRadio.com. Did you know that every dollar you invest in real estate makes you money five ways? Cash flow, money in your pocket each month. Equity capture, the thousands of dollars you create when you have the right team and buy the right property using the right map. Appreciation, real estate can increase in value over time. Equity buildup, renters pay down your mortgage each month. And finally, the tax advantage. When done correctly, real estate investors pay no taxes on our cash flow and capital gains. At Lifestyles Unlimited, these are the five ways we make money in real estate, which is why real estate accounts for more millionaires in the world today than any other investment vehicle. You should have some real estate in your portfolio. To learn how to attend a Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop, call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com and register for the next available workshop. That's 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is uh, a whole bunch of information about nothing. Now, you say, why, why would you bother us talking to us about nothing? The reality is, is that the information is just a talking point to start with, and the real topic has to be built around the information. So the next topic that I have here is from the National Real Estate Investor magazine that says, survey shows family offices falling short on doing due diligence on their transactions. So what does this all mean? Well, 25 years ago, I started promoting real estate. And um, when I did, everybody on the radio was talking about stocks and bonds and 401ks. My entire battle on the radio was about stop doing 401ks, get out of the stock market and come into real estate. But almost all the real estate deals we talked about, myself and everyone else that was around, and there really was no one else around on real estate, was about single family houses. Then as I started to do multifamily housing, I started talking about multifamily housing. There had already been tens of guys out there on the radio now talking about single family housing. And I started talking about multifamily housing. And so once I started that, took a while, five years, before people started to catch on to that. And then all of a sudden, there was a couple of people out there that were doing multifamily housing. Now, I will tell you, most of the national gurus that do real estate investing that are about multifamily housing have come out of my program. They're either other mentors of mine or they're just somebody who took the course and thought they could be a mentor without any real additional education. Um, but they're out there, okay? So now those guys get on the radio and talk about multifamily. 
But the next level came about when uh, one of my consultants, uh, Curtis Haynes, uh, came to us all after he had run into some people called, uh, calling themselves the uh, family office community. And this group was an interesting group of people, which I did not invent this part of the program. So I'm just saying I, I did all these other things. But these guys have for years had the concept that once you're wealthy, somebody in your family takes care of all your assets. And they have an entire staff of CPAs and, and accountants and uh, attorneys and all the just like a business would have. They're running their family's assets like a business and they're calling it the family office. And Curtis had ran into one of these guys and talked to them and got the concept, brought it back to, to Lifestyles, and uh, I was really intrigued by it, so I started you know, paying attention to it. And what happened over the last couple of years is that these family office people saw that the returns on real estate investment deals, specifically syndications, were much better than the returns they were getting on their stock market investments. Hence, they decided to start buying syndications. Now, during that very same time, Lifestyles blew up, and we went from just one city, two cities, three cities, one state to 50 states. It was like an overnight thing, and so all of a sudden, we have gone from 1,000 members to 10,000 members to 40,000 members, and all these people are investing in all these real estate deals, so they're telling all their friends, and all their friends are telling all their friends, and now it's... We're at the tipping point where almost everybody has real estate in their portfolio of some kind of anybody who knows what they're doing. However, this article says that these people that own these family offices are having problems with their real estate deals because they don't know how to do due diligence. And one of the reasons that Lifestyles members do so well is because both the lead investor who has to go do the deal and the passive investors have to be certified. So the passive investors have to go through a training program. And guess what the training program teaches them? It teaches them how to do due diligence on the lead and it teaches them how to do due diligence on the deal. None of which these people that own these family offices are getting. So guys, if you're out there right now and you own a family office, it's your job to run that family office, you need to get to Lifestyles Unlimited to get some information because you're risking your family's net worth, your whole family's life savings on deals you don't understand. And I will tell you that there are crooks everywhere in this world, but when it comes to syndicating deals, businesses and deals, the syndication world is probably one of the most crooked worlds there is because a guy that has absolutely nothing can raise capital to do almost anything with absolutely almost no experience whatsoever. No guarantees to the passives at all. And they're not regulated. They can do whatever they want to do. So my friends, if you don't understand how the syndication world works and you are thinking about trying it, then you need to go to these training classes. Now, the lady yesterday that was going through all the pain of bad investments, she never had any training. And she said after she lost in one syndication and one stock deal, startup company, stock startup company, she said, because I couldn't tell her what to do with only $500, she said the only thing she had left to do was to go back and do it again with another syndication. And that breaks my heart, guys, because look, 
just because you're investing doesn't mean you're doing it the right way. And I've never lost money in real estate. And I would love to be able to say to all of you, you have never lost money in real estate. None of you. But some of you out there are just not educated enough to go into some of these sophisticated real estate deals. Can you be? Yes, very easily. Get a little education. Get in here and learn what you need to know. But if you don't have that information, you don't have that education, then these syndication deals can be as risky as almost anything else out there today. You know, when you're looking at these deals, this article here says the kinds of things you should ask, which I agree, these are pretty common things you say is, what is the sponsor's track record? What has he done in the past? What is the returns of the deals he's done in the past? How many deals has he done in the past? Has he ever sold the deal, got out of the deal, got the money back to you? How long has the sponsor been in business? Sponsor been in business? How long has his team been together? Has he and or his team ever gone through a downturn to where it was actually tough to operate the business? This is a good one. How much of his own money is the sponsor investing in the deal? Hey, I got a really great deal. What are you putting into it? Well, I'm not putting anything into this one. Hey, man, if this is a 100% return deal, you better have your money in there. What are some of the examples of deals that went south? How did you handle those situations? Some people would never admit any of their failures. What is the market demand for this type of property? How many similar projects are in local development pipeline? In other words, you have to actually know the market for what it is you're buying. And has the sponsor run the numbers based on best case or worst case scenarios? Man, I've seen so many sponsors run these deals on best case scenario to where if anything, even a hiccup or a sneeze occurs, the numbers just implode. Wow. Last question. Have you researched the sponsor? Does he have referrals? Do people believe in him? These are all very good questions, and this article is absolutely right. You better know all of them before you decide to buy, to invest with someone out there. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> To the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life changing principles in just a few minutes. Get total freedom in your life safely and quickly. Build wealth and passive income so you never worry about working until you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. Over 25 years ago, Dell Walmsley founded Lifestyles Unlimited. Dell has taught over 100,000 people, just like me and you, the principles of financial freedom through his national radio shows and personal one-on-one -on -one mentoring at Lifestyles Unlimited. I'm excited to tell you about the real estate workshop that has changed so many lives. This workshop takes you inside what we do and what we believe. We'll share with you the five ways we make money in real estate and much more. Just like your personal trainer, the Lifestyles Unlimited team will motivate, encourage, and teach you so you can get in the best financial shape of your life. Call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com. That's lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com to register for the workshop that will change your life. That's lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com. 
you have to decide, am I willing to get in right now? Is the world over? Is the good world over? Is it going to crash? Miss your chance to ask Dell a question during the show? You can connect with Dell off the air, too. Go to DellOnTheRadio.com, click on the Twitter link, and ask your question. Hashtag AskDell. I believe that a good teacher has the skill set to be able to bring people through multiple levels of learning that are completely different from one another. Have a comment for Dell instead? Use hashtag TellDell. We know you're out there, hiding in plain sight, living a life of quiet desperation, wondering if you're going to beat your money to the grave. There's a better way, a better life at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to live the life you deserve. You can only do that by creating passive income. Let us show you how. It's just two hours. It can't be worse than another meeting about meetings or another mindless night in front of the TV. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. That's LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Sometimes in life, folks, we have to just realize that people such as ourselves, such as everybody else out there, or some fraction of other people out there is probably a better way to say it, um, live a life of instant gratification disease. It's something for nothing, midnight madness, instantaneously gratified BS belief systems that lead people down the road to disaster. It happens all the time. And greed, and I've always said there's only three reasons people fail in life, right? I'm sorry, two reasons people fail in life. One of them is greed, one of them is laziness. And people will fail because they're too greedy to do it the right way or they're too lazy to do it the right way. So hence comes a question into me. Um, I'm not going to bring up the name because I'm going to uh, pound on the theory pretty heavily, which says, um, what is your experience with Section 8 housing? The voucher program. We're expected to get 200 to $400 more rent and a two-year lease. We could do criminal background and uh, TAL history, whatever that is, check on maybe I'll be able to add drug screening. What is your experience? Please note the below notes. And the reality is, is what this lady is saying here, or what they're saying about the lady that wants to be a tenant here, is that the government is willing to pay $2,000 a month to rent a five-bedroom house as opposed to the rent from the street is only fifteen or sixteen hundred, so she thinks she can get four hundred dollars a month more. She thinks we don't know that for a fact, but this is just the hypothesis behind the idea of whether you should rent to Section Eight housing or not. She thinks she can do a credit and criminal check, just like everybody else. But the reality is, you're dealing with the government, and the government is 
not going to let you turn a person down for the same simple reasons you can turn them down to rent in your own home. Uh, it's much more difficult to turn a person down once you've agreed to take Section 8 housing to get them to qualify under normal circumstances just isn't going to occur. The one thing that's supposed to not occur is that you can't use non-lack of income as a declining reason. Supposedly, you're supposed to be able to, to use whatever else you want. The reality is that the people that end up on Section 8 housing, there's just not that many of them you could choose from that actually will qualify on all the other criteria, right? And in most cases, 99% of the time, not 98, 99% of the time, they're going to be way more difficult on your asset. They're going to just beat the living pejeebers out of it. So how do you know this? Well, I've done Section 8 housing. I've been accustomed to it. I've uh, been acquainted with it in two or three different manners. I owned 45 houses in one townhouse association. That was probably 90% Section 8 housing of tenants that lived there. I bought that from four or five different investors that had made it their life savings, and then they decided that they would all allow Section 8 housing because they thought they could get a couple hundred dollars more rent. The rent, the street rent was about 500. They were getting 615 or something like that. So they sold me these units for $20,000 each, owner finance, just to get rid of them because they could not make any money with it because the tenants were doing so much damage to the property. And when I bought it, it was almost like scary to go over there. You know, we eventually bought a bulletproof vest and carried a gun to go in and collect rent. You have to understand, what rent are you collecting? The government pays most of the rent. Tenants only pay their segment, which could be as little as 5 or 10 bucks. It could be as much as $125 out of the $600. Uh, they pay what they can afford to pay. But getting them to pay you that money is almost an impossibility because these people are they're wards of the state. They've been taken care of their entire life. They, have, they, they don't have to work. The government gives them free legal help if they want. It's just unbelievable the mentality of these people. And if I told you all the stories of stuff that happened in this little housing community I had, you wouldn't believe it. You probably have me thrown in jail for saying racist, prejudicial things about people. So I won't bother to tell you the true stories because you can't handle it. But if you put one of them into your rent house and they're there, you're going to have to handle it. Guns, drugs, sex trafficking, all these kinds of things run rampant in this place. And I had a $200 a month mortgage payment. I had a $612 or $18 a month guarantee from the government. I should have been making $400 a month positive cash flow in each house. I owned this thing for about two years. During that time, when tenants would get kicked off housing, they would lose their free meal ticket. They would be so pissed they would destroy your house. You know, we're not talking about leaving it dirty. Leaving it dirty would have been a blessing. I'm talking about ripping the cabinets off of the walls, stealing the seal fans, pulling the electrical wires out of the walls, putting concrete down the toilets. You go, oh, Dell, that can't be real. You are sounding so prejudiced now. It's just because they're poor they are sectioned housing. No. It's because they're on the dole, they're on Section 8 housing. There are poor people in this world that work, pay their bills, have great credit, are good people, have great kids. They're wonderful people. 
But then there are these other kinds of people that I don't even think are from Earth. I call them purple Martians because they sure don't seem like they're from this planet. And there was so much destruction and so much damage, it might cost me anywhere from four to $10,000 when one tenant moved out, the damage they would do. So it didn't matter I was making all this cash flow from the government. Now let's talk about the rest of the government's part you're not even thinking about. When you put a lease on with a new tenant, they pay you a security deposit anywhere from one to three times what the rent is, plus the first month's rent in advance before they ever move in. They sign a lease before they ever move in. Now, when you go to section housing, what happens is they come to you and say, I want to, I want to be a tenant for you. You have to agree to it. Then you have to go to housing and try to get into the system. When you get into the system, remember, they had to get into the system first, and they have to stay eligible in the system. If they fall out of the eligibility, you lose your lease, and you get that destroyed property back. You say, well, how do I know it's destroyed? In this case, this lady has five kids. They, they have a five-bedroom house. They have five kids. What do you think five kids are going to do to a house? I don't care who you are. And it's a single-parent household, and the mother's going to school to get an education. So who's babysitting the five kids? Tell me that. I'll tell you who is. Your house is. Your house is babysitting the kids. And so what's going to happen here is that the government is going to say, we're going to come in and inspect your house. And they'll come in and inspect your house, and some ridiculously stupid thing like there's a crack in the light switch cover. I'm sorry you fail. Your house has been off the market. Remember, we're pre-renting houses immediately. This house has been off the market now for two or three weeks waiting for this inspector to come in and the inspector declines it. Now you've got to go fix that and get back in the rotation again for another week or two or three to wait till the next inspector can come out and okay your house. Once you okay it, then they move in. You notice I didn't say you got any money because you don't get any money. They move in. Before a tenant moves in, on a regular lease, I get first month's rent and a security deposit. When they move in, you get nothing. Did you hear me? Nothing. You then apply and sign the lease, and it goes into government nowhere land to where they process it. And somewhere, somewhere into the future, 30, 45, 60, 90 days later, the government has completed the processing of the lease and you get your first check. Most times it's prorated back since the day that they moved in. But you've been living without money. You've got a person living in your house and you've got no money. You can't make your mortgage payment. Right? Now you would think that I'm over-exaggerating this thing and that it doesn't happen that way with all section housing people. Listen, I had a senior citizen's apartment complex and I thought, you know what? It's really not a problem that we have section eight housing here. These are seniors, these people are too old to be problematic in any way. Well, guys, I had a 70 year old tenant who had a 58 year old son. The 70 year old tenant was the drug dealer and the 58 year old son was his guy that ran around and sold the drugs for him. Hey, a leopard can't change his spots. We'll be right back with the Dell Wompson Radio Show.
listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. Did you know that every dollar you invest in real estate makes you money five ways? Cash flow, money in your pocket each month, equity capture, the thousands of dollars you create when you have the right team and buy the right property using the right map. Appreciation, real estate can increase in value over time. Equity buildup, renters pay down your mortgage each month. And finally, the tax advantage. When done correctly, real estate investors pay no taxes on our cash flow and capital gains. At Lifestyles Unlimited, these are the five ways we make money in real estate, which is why real estate accounts for more millionaires in the world today than any other investment vehicle. You should have some real estate in your portfolio. To learn how to attend a Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop, call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com and register for the next available workshop. That's 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dell says the things you just can't say to your friends, boss, kids, financial planner, spouse, even the cat. Need him to deliver the message for you? Don't worry. Dell's past show archives are just a mouse click away. So go to DellOnTheRadio.com and turn your speakers up for everyone to hear. Dell delivers his daily Dellisms and liberating unconventional wisdom 24 hours a day at DellOnTheRadio.com. What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow? For the next couple of days, for a week, a couple of months, a year, how long until you lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the free workshop. Go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com. Talk. 1370. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Um, got an email here today I want to share with you. Actually, I have two if I have time to get them in, but at least one I'm going to get in with you. And it starts like this. I've been listening to your podcast for about eight months now. Finally took the leap and became an financial freedom member and i'm really excited for the two day in phoenix next month love your show thank you for all you do so guys we now have an office opening in phoenix all right uh arizona and i'm really excited about this this is our first office outside of texas and it really is going to open up the whole western uh, united states to closer travel for our members out there to have a place to come and to network it's really not that far from california for most people they're used to move taking those kinds of distances. So um, really excited about that. They go on and say, what pushed me to join was closing on my first rental house and not doing it correctly. Okay, this is before he joins, understand? He closed on this deal. Long story short, purchased the house for 60000 after 
a $113,000 appraisal. It needed about $45,000 in work. Okay, so let's look at this. $60,000, $45,000. He's buying it all in for about $105,000. It appraises for $113,000 on the surface. Okay. Not a killer deal, but okay. Moving on. However, I purchased it with a 30-year mortgage when I should have taken the hard money route. Do you think this is wise to take a HELOC to fix it? And rent it, or am I better selling it and using the profit to purchase another rental house? Well, let's take a look at that for just a second. If he would have bought it in the hard money method, what would have happened is he would have had an appraisal. I just want to run these numbers by you over the radio. I know that's not polite on the radio to run numbers by you. But let's just take $113,000 appraisal price times he could have borrowed up to 80% of that. Would have got him $90,000. He had sixty. And 45 in rehab. So all he would have had to come out of pocket with was of 105. He would have had to come with $15,000. Now the way he did it, right? So I'm going to write that down. He's got 50, he would have been able to get get in for 15,000. And now what's happening is, is he took it and bought the house for 60, and got a loan for 80 of the 60 times 0.8, which is $48,000. And uh, of the 60. So he had to come to the table with 12, and he had to do the rehab of 45 out of pocket. So all told, he is in for 57000 plus closing costs. Let's round that up. He's got about $60,000 in this house. So the question is, should he go ahead and do a um, HELOC on the deal, right? So if he does a HELOC, he can get 80% of the 113 times 0.8% which would be $90,000 is the maximum money he could pull out. Um, he already owes six, let's see, he already owes 48,000 on the loan he has right now. So he could pull out $48,000 of the 60 he's got in it. Yeah, that almost makes sense uh, as far as the rearrangement of equity in the deal. The question then comes down to what about the cash flow? Because uh, there was no mention of whether or not this thing cash flow with that much debt on it. It probably obviously cash flowed with uh, only $48,000 worth of debt, but does it cash flow with less? This is the part that scares me. The house is just sitting there vacant, and I'm stuck paying the note. I'm really excited for the future, and I'm not going to let this mistake discourage me, but would really appreciate some advice so I can learn from this and move on. Any help is appreciated. Okay, here's what you got to do, Ryan. You got to get in there with your with somebody at Lifestyles and run those numbers. Make sure you know how to run those numbers on the cash flow. Uh, especially after you take the two-day, you'll know how to do that. And see if it makes sense. Um, see if it makes sense to keep it as a rental property or not. If not, I would just sell it and get rid of it and start over with a whole new set of ideas that make sense. Uh, glad to have you on the team. Sorry you didn't come in one month before that, before you took and... And I see this happen all the time, a thousand times in my life. In 27, 28 years of doing this, thousands of times people say, man, I wish I would have known you just a week or two ago. People hear the radio show, they get excited, they decide they're going to come in, they go to a free workshop, they're waiting for the two-day, and what do they do? They go do a deal on their own thinking, well, I'll just get started with one right now so I have a head start by the time I get to the class, and they do it all wrong and lose money on their first deal. This is so sad. Next thing reads, Dell, I followed your show for about a year now. The first episode was... Uh, episode was you talking about Dave Ramsey. My thought were, were that this was stupid, but entertaining. Now I owe you an apology. I was wrong. My story is old hat to you, I'm sure. I paid off a lot of debt, invested in the stock market, and I've lost much money over the past six months um, with these good old growth mutual funds of Dave's. I've nearly had a heart attack. 
thousands is gone. I had to choose to quit or stay. I liquidated everything, and I'm buying my first property, a duplex. When you come to Atlanta, I'll be there ready to follow your method to the letter. Again, this is an apology for someone that didn't know any better. Hey, you know what? It's not where you start. It's where you end up. And thank gosh, we were able to get you before you lost all of your money. Again, these stories where I wish I could have known you six months earlier, a year earlier, I really wish you could too. Uh, and sometimes I feel like I'm failing you because I'm on the radio here. I'm yelling and screaming as loud as I can. But it's not loud enough. It's not long enough. It's not hard enough. It's not educational enough to break through your prejudices that have been taught to you, the brainwashing you've been given your whole life, how it's okay to live a life of mediocrity, how what gets in the way of a great life is a good life, and what gets in the way of a good life is an okay life, and how you've elected just to sit where you're at no matter where it is because it's okay. That is the story that I wish I could get across much better in the future. I really hope that someday that Everybody will at least come in once, listen to the set of facts, look at a different way to see the world, and then go ahead and make your own decision. Maybe this type of investing and retiring in two to five years isn't right for you. Okay. But at least you know. At least you understand the reality of what it is we're doing. Have a wonderful day. And remember, it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.